Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Cena Sportscast. I'm your host, Sam Deering, and welcome back to another edition of the Green Bay Packers podcast. So yesterday we went through the wide receiver position. Today we're going to break down uh, the tight end position. A little bit of the same outline. Um, unfortunately, we the Packers did lose out on some key tight ends, but there are still guys out there. So we'll talk about those guys, and then we'll, I'll give my final um, three prospects that I think would fit with the Green Bay Packers. So let's get started. So unfortunately, um, a lot of Packer fans, quite a few actually, were quite disappointed. Um, losing out on Austin Hoover, this is a guy that screams consistency and would have been a great guy for the Packers um, to have alongside Devontae Adams, Alan Lazard, and now Devin Funches, another guy. Um, but unfortunately, he did sign. Um, he's now the NFL's highest paid tight end. Um he did sign with the Cleveland Browns on a four-year contract, 44 mil with 23 million guaranteed. Um, I, he was at the time before um, before he signed that deal, he was looking for a what I believe it was like 10 to 12, 13 million dollars contract. Love the guy. I would have loved to have him. I think he would have been a great fit in Green Bay with how consistent he is. But at the same time, with the amount of holes that we have to fill. It's it's just not worth it. So Austin Hooper is off the market. And the second guy that came to mind for me as well was Eric Ebron. Eric Ebron Ebron would have been a great fit. He would have been significantly cheaper. Um, He would have been much cheaper than um, Austin Hooper. However, he did sign a two-year $12 million contract with the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is a nice fit. Um, And the one knock that people are going to give on Eric Ebron is <clears throat> he's almost kind of like a one-year wonder. Um, he 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 racked up over 700 yards, put in a career year two years ago um, with Andrew Luck throwing him the ball. And what's surprising to me is um, he – actually, not really surprising. I think it's ironic. Um, the last tight end that was taken in the top 10 um, was Eric Eron by the Detroit Lions. And now – that trend is um, keep it keeps going. Uh, the the last one, the latest one, the 2019 draft um, was T.J. Hawkinson, um, ironically drafted in the top ten by the Detroit Lions. Um, so I would have loved Eric Ebron. Um, I'm a big fan. Rogers loves his big body targets. Um, Eric Ebron is a 6'4", 253 253 pound tight end. Excuse me, and the one knock, like I said, he's kind of a one-year wonder. Um, he he did not play. He missed four games. Excuse me. He missed he missed um, the majority of the season, um, barring an injury. Um, he had to hit the IR. So they had the Colts. Unfortunately, did roll. They rolled with Jack Doyle for most of the season. Um, so Eric Ebron is off the board. And now who's still out there? And the one guy that really, really intrigues me um, is Delaney Walker, who was um, recently cut by the Tennessee Titans. And he's a veteran. Um, He is in his late 30s. And 
we don't need consistency. I like this guy because um, he worked in Matt LaFleur's system in Tennessee. And to me, I've always been a fan of Delaney Walker. Um, I don't think he's a guy – he hasn't been a guy that's regressed. Um, he Ever since he's been with Tennessee – He's slowly gotten better. Um, in 2015 was his best year. He racked up over a thousand yards. Um, and the past two seasons, he hasn't been fully healthy. He only played in seven games in 2019. Um, but um, the Packers do have Robert Tanyan back on a contract. They did bring back Mercedes Lewis, which was a great signing. Great way. One of the be- one of the better moves that we've best moves that we've made. Um, thus far in the offseason, he's a terrific um, blocking tight end, and he's a terrific leader, and he's a great guy to learn off of. And it's looking like most likely that the Packers are most likely going to have Jay Sternberger roll with him as their first tight end. But if they were to somehow get the money and go out and sign Delaney Walker, one, he wouldn't be cheap, and two, it's another guy that knows the, he knows the system he knows the Matt LaFleur system and Matt LaFleur loves his tight ends and Jimmy Graham I had a lot I had I had a little bit of faith in Jimmy Graham a little bit more than people actually had um, this past season is because Mike McCarthy's not your head coach that likes to utilize his tight ends um, Matt LaFleur is and unfortunately Jimmy Graham didn't really show out until the playoffs, which is, yeah, well, that's when it matters. But now he, <laughs> um, ironically, kind of pathetic, is now he's in the Bears, and the Bears put a no-trade clause on him, which makes that contract even worse for them. Um, and Jimmy Graham. And Jimmy Graham was catching passes from, yeah, regressing quarterback in Aaron Rodgers, but also a future Hall of Fame quarterback. But now he's going um, – a major, major downgrade going to whether it be Nick Foles or Mitch Trubisky, most likely going to be Nick Foles, a significantly worse quarterback than Aaron Rodgers, um, who obviously is at 36 years old. He is a regressing quarterback. You can't deny that at all whatsoever. Um, But Jimmy Graham performed in the Matt LaFleur, didn't perform as well as a, a lot of Packer fans thought. A lot of people thought that, um, he should have been cut before last season, um, which at, I kind of understand. But at the same time, I wanted to see one. I wanted to give him one more shot, um, especially with a new head coach um, that knows how to utilize his tight ends. And Jimmy Graham just did not perform. So I like. I like. I think Delaney Walker would be a nice pickup. Um, not only because he knows the system, is because it's another guy that Jay Sternberger, most likely our number one tight end. Will learn could learn off of. Um, so like I like I ended yesterday with our final three draft targets for wide receiver. Let's go ahead and take a look a little bit deeper into the uh, tight end draft class. And I'm not going to lie to you, the more um, the more I look into this tight end draft class, the more impressive it actually is. Um, so the first one um, is Bryson Hopkins out of Purdue. Like I said, again, this is another big-bodied guy that Rodgers would love. He's 6'5", 245 pounds. Um, He's been with Purdue since 2015, and um, he didn't play a game in 2015. Um, He sat out and ended up not playing an entire season. Um, But 
he racked up just under 2,000 yards receiving um, um, for for his career. Um, he had a little over 800 yards receiving his um, his senior year at Purdue. So he's coming off a career year with the Boilermakers in the Big Ten, arguably the second best conference in the NFL, or, uh, uh, in college football. So Bryson Hopkins is my first one. I think it's another young tight end if we decide to pass on veterans um, for now, which I would not be opposed to. Um, I do see the tight end as something that could be addressed um, in the draft. Uh, so the next one is Harrison Bryant. Um, so this guy, out of all the guys that um, out of all three of these guys that I'm uh, analyzing here today for you, this Florida Atlantic tight end, the 6'5", 240, he's the only tight end out of these three that's broken 1,000 yards receiving. Um, so he had just over 1,000. He had 1,000, 1,004 receiving yards. Uh, the year before that looked promising. His junior year at Florida Atlantic in 2018, 662 yards. So this is a guy that, um, he screams consistency. He's reliable. Um, he's been healthy well over the majority of his career. And it's another big bodied guy, um, that Rogers would have fun with. And it's another guy. Um, I'm a big fan of young tight ends. Personally, I would rather sign a tight end in free agency than draft one. Um, but if it comes down to it, um, I do, I don't necessarily think the, I don't think this tight end draft class will not disappoint. The more you look into it, um, the more impressive it actually is. Uh, so the last one today is going to be a quick one. This is one of my favorite guys, and Christian knows this, and I have neglected to say his last name um, because it's hard. So I'm going to say it today. It's arguably the best tight end in the SEC, Missouri tight end, Albert Okugwebunam. There it is. Alberto, the tight end from Missouri. And like I said before, his stats will not jump out at you. Um, when I was analyzing tight ends um, earlier this year, I saw him as a guy that he needs to use his body as his advantage. And I think Matt LaFleur, him working in the Matt LaFleur system, I think that will help him immensely. Um, so 2017 actually was his best year as freshman year, uh, putting up over 400 yards, uh, excuse me, 2018, um, 466 yards, um, and six touchdowns. Um, and 2017, he had 11 touchdowns on 415 yards. 2019 was a bit of a, bit of a down year compared to the other two, a little over 300, 306 yards on six touchdowns, um, Played in nine games. Uh, played He played in 27 games uh, in his three years at Missouri. And again, 6'5", 255 pounds. Um, he actually, I he's a guy that needs to use his body as his advantage. And um, another thing, he's actually, um, for his size, he actually is somewhat fast. He ran a 4.49. And for a guy that's 6'5, 255, um, that, that to me is impressive. 4.49. Under if you he ran under a 4.4 under a 4.540 um, for his size. 
And I wouldn't call him a tough-to-catch tight end. Um, I think he could be more explosive after the catch. He, again, he's got to use his body's advantage. But this is the perfect project tight end alongside Jay Sternberger, a guy from Matt LaFleur to help flourish in his system, and another guy to learn off of Mercedes Lewis. And so then you would have Elbert O, you'd have Jay Sternberg as your number one tight end, you'd have Robert Tanyan, you'd have Mercedes Lewis as your outstanding blocking tight end, um, and then you would have Elbert O. Um, so I think the tight end position still needs to be addressed, uh, whether it be free agency or the draft. Personally, I would rather go out and sign a guy like Delaney Walker, a guy that already is familiar with the Matt LaFleur system. But if it comes down to it, again, there's plenty of time. We have time until the draft. And um, actually, the NFL just announced that the NFL draft is going on as scheduled from April 23rd to the 25th. So we have just under a month um, to go until the draft. So in the meantime, that still gives us time to sign another tight end um, like Delaney Walker. But if it comes down to it, and I would not be opposed, it wouldn't be a, a huge deal to me because I think there's imp- I think there's guys in the tight end class draft class this year um, that you that you can address um, fairly early. I would say I would even pick Alberto um, in the third round. Um, I, I that's where I project him going uh, somewhere in the early to th- early third round pick, early to late. Um, Early to third round, early third round to middle, um, somewhere in the end of day two. So uh, that'll end it. Uh, thank you for joining me. And again, I'm going to try to get on here more often um, because Green Bay Packers, um, for NFL world, <coughs> excuse me, the NFL world, this seems to be the only thing that's going on right now um, because it's the offseason. Um, the draft is thankfully still going on. Um, and it's going to be exciting. Um, I'm hoping you all stay safe again. Um, so I'll see you next week. Uh, we'll cover other positions that we need, like the linebacker position in the draft. Even, even though we dressed it with Christian Kirksey, uh, we all we also we will also go over the interior defensive lineman, which is another um, top priority need in my eyes. And I would also like to go over the running back position with you all and the quarterback position. So that being said, have a great and safe weekend and give me a follow on my personal Twitter, which is Sam underscore daring 68. Um, Our Facebook is CNS sports podcast. Our Instagram is CS sports feed and our Twitter is CS sports feed too. So Uh, With that being said, thank you for joining me on the Green Bay Packers edition of CNS Sports Podcast. And thank you for, and thank you, and I will see you next week.